Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well, howdy there, friend. It's your kind of neighborhood sound wizard, Nick. Coming to you with one fantastic pitch. Now, if you love Rolling in the Geek just as much as I do, you'll also love to uh, check out their Patreon and maybe give them a little subscribe so you can check out awesome shows like their uh, 30 to an hour-ish, depending on how much bullshitting they actually do, of content of the pre-show that they put on there. And you also get under the trench coat, which sounds a little something like this. Hello and welcome to Under the Trenchcoat, the after show bonus episode for Riven, the Shattered Continent. I am Ken Brown, your dungeon master. Is that Brad? Of course it was. Classy. <laughs> I did that on purpose. Did you? Did How you long do- were you clenching? <laughs> did you do it on purpose because you know that I edit uh, Under the Trenchcoat very little? Yes, that's right. Fart jokes are hilarious, but they also cover things such as... I think you're rubbing off on me because I, I think I have a, a, a potential crackpot corner thought. Oh shit! Oh shit! I'm, okay, It might sound wrong. It might sound bad, but don't be upset. It's crackpot corner with Brad. Bum. I, I don't. I think this is the first like for real crackpot corner with Brad. So let's let's fucking hear it. What what if? And maybe it's not that crackpot. And I just think it's crackpot. What if? And you only got one spot that you can check that all out. It's over there on Patreon. So why don't you go on and go on ahead, give it a give it a look, give it a look, see, maybe get a subscribe and uh, enjoy the content. Right now, let's get back to the regular episode. Hi, it's me, Nick, your sound wizard. Also, Harkos and Riven and Elias and Heroes. Sometimes, a relatively mediocre DM for one-shots. I'm here... I'm here to let you know that we're going to be taking a break at the end of April... After episode 78, we're not going to release canon episodes for May. We're going to take a breather, take a step back, and just focus on us. Now, this isn't for bad reasons. We've just been recording for a year and a half. So, we're going to take a break. Not that anything's chaotic, we're all very relaxed. And we're happy to be here. In the meantime, while we're gone, we will be releasing some 
Riven Tales for you every Friday in place of episode content. Except for Heroes. Heroes is just going away from me. Sorry. But thank you for understanding. We need time to unwind and be in bliss. So that's what we're doing. Goodbye. So, um, once again, end of April, episode 78. Promise we won't cliffhanger you too hard. Uh, uh, podcast will still be here in June when it comes back. Um, I'm not really sure how to end this. So, yep. Pay no attention to the screams in the background. It's perfectly normal. Nick signing up. Goodbye. Talk to you in the next one. Oh, Jesus. I am Ken Brown, Game Master for Riven, the Shattered Continent, and I want to thank you for taking a seat at our table. Will my cohorts please introduce themselves? Um, hello there. Uh, I'm Harpos Ironjaw Pissarro. I'm an Alec Book for Monk from Okaido, a Cavalier Knight for the people of Iron's Edge, and a proud member of the B Team. We are set on purging Riven once again of the dragon tyrants that seem to be resurging. We're... Wait... That's what really what we're trying to do. We're going to drag it. Oh, dear. And I'm portrayed by Nick Simpson. And I am Trevor Ironjaw, Forge Cleric of Numerath. I have left this world once and witnessed what is waiting for me. However, my friends need me, and I promise to become the bulwark of this world to protect them and the blade of Numerath to cleanse it of corruption. Portrayed by Brad Konawa. Thank you, my dear colleagues, and thank you all for joining us. Please sit and rest your weary legs and get ready for Rolling in the Geek. Last time on Rolling in the Geek. The B-Team reaches the surface without incident and rejoin the world. They decide after some deliberation that they are going to head back to Aramor and hopefully use Harkos' previous experience talking to and stowing away with pirates to try and track down an airship captain who will take them to the capital, Aetherport. They reach Aramor and use the front door this time, which seems to be its own little section of the city. They head into the outer ring as night begins to fall and try to search out a captain or crew of an airship. They hit some dead ends, but eventually Harkos is able to make himself seem drunk enough that he forgot where his ship was and gets pointed to his captain. I air quoted. I hope you realize that. <laughs> uh, 
They find a man who is a broad-shouldered, dashing-looking fellow who is playing a card game with a number of other people. Arco strikes up a conversation with him and joins in on the game. He loses a round, and then Trevor joins in and places a rather large bet. They play a couple of hands until Trevor realizes that the cards he remembered the captain getting shouldn't have added up to the 21 that he had, and calls the captain out for cheating. The captain laughs and enjoys that he was caught, since it's been a long time since he was. They talk business, and he agrees to take them to Aetherport for a price. They agree to meet in the morning and all head off to bed, with Trevor and Harko sharing a room. During the night, Trevor has a dream of Divinia calling to him and telling him that he needs to awaken. And that's where and we is pick back out up. Of his sleep. That's where we're going to pick back up. Nothing as else he, happened. No need to. He, ki- no, Ken. Whatever you're saying now is non canon. That's weird. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know that anyone besides me gets to decide what's canon and not canon. <laughs> well, you learn something new every episode. As he peers through the dark across to. St- God damn it. As he peers through the darkness across to Harkos, he sees the overbearing figure of a blue dragonborn, who, when he notices that he's awake, turns and tells Trevor that he is Toravir's herald, Koba, and says the words of his Methuselah. Koba can... And that is where we pick back up. Koba can Koba the fuck out of my room. Doesn't have to make sense. I'm, I'm I'm glad we left a pause. That'll be a good, nice cricket spot. <laughs> and I took the initiative to do a slow clap for it. Yeah, so it I appreciate that no, nobody joined in on the slow clap. It makes it so much sweeter. Mm-hmm. No, and you by by all rights did not need to join in because that was terrible. Yeah. Was amazing. Sorry, Brad. Let's talk more on how Brad's just bad at puns. Let's 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 take up some time doing that. <laughs> that that hardly seems. Yeah, fair. I just no. I'm just saying, like, if he could accentuate his sentences more with his puns, like, and just be more punctual about them, they'd roll through conversation better. This is now, this is a rabbit hole that's going to take us in places that. Ah, shit, and then we wouldn't get to explore the stuff with her. Well, you know what? It needs to be said. Let's go. I feel like that was another cricket spot. That's rude. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Let me let me begin here. I didn't realize that um, I wasn't the only one who could dictate how this throw was edited. <laughs> 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 That's entirely untrue. So, uh, I'm fully aware that I ask for all sorts of editing input all of the time. So uh, I think that we need to roll for initiative. No, we don't, because uh, I told you at the end of last episode what was fucking happening. Yeah, and the power of the Methuselah's words disallowed you from being able to. Weird that the... Did you, did you know um, the, the, uh, the... 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 Koba uh, Toravir. I was trying to say. I was just gonna say, Koba's Methuselah. Did you know that Toravir was, um, the that's where we'll call it the Methuselah. Because that's what Ken just said is that the words of the Methuselah stopped you from doing it. But those are the words that stopped you from doing it. So I mean, that must be anyway. That's fair. Something to a roaring start. 
No, I threw my, I threw my die down the tower. Ah, uh, that gives me a fifteen. Uh, what's your what's your dex? Because uh, Koba got a fifteen. I has too. a two. Okay, I got seven. Se- seven total. Yeah, I rolled a three. That's a sad story. Keeping keeping the fucking theme from last episode though. Rolling like absolute garbage. Garbage. Okay. Uh, so first things first. Harkos, I need you to perform Her- a charisma saving throw. I Go ahead. already rolled my initiative, Ken. You don't need to make me embarrass myself twice. Go ahead and make that charisma. <laughs> nope. I didn't say it loud enough, did I? Nope. Damn it. And I didn't say make. You said. Nobody cares what you said, Ken. <laughs> oh my god! I rolled a four, giving me a five total. Oh my god! Well, at this rate, by the end of the episode, if he keeps having us roll, you'll be rolling twenties. Just one, one step at a time. Yeah, no, I will. I'll be rolling six twenties for my new stats. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I fail enough Christmas, we- I fail enough Christmas saves, and Torvir gets Harkus's body. Da, da, da. Uh, Arcos, in your sleepy state, you feel you're in like kind of this weird subconscious space that you're aware that something is happening, but you're you're not quite there to figure out what's going on. But you feel something being drawn from you. Is that is that like when you got to pee and you know you got to pee while you're sleeping but but yeah. You, you're, yeah. you're not awake enough to get out of the bed and then finally yeah. you wake up and you're like fuck I got to pee. I like the Brad took a humorous approach whereas I the one at the end of the Herald's arm um I'm seeing <laughs> it more as sleep paralysis which is super ah. fun. Yeah. <laughs> That shit freaks me out to think about. Ken started describing that, and I was just like, oh, so, like, my mind's awake, but my body's not. Awesome. (laughs) Uh, I like mine better. (laughs) Of course you do. I also Uh, like, you probably also like that it's not happening to you, so. (laughs) Fair. Trevor, from the outside, you are starting to see these tendrils of bluish white being pulled from Harkos's eyes. Uh, that are going to something in the dark that you can't quite make out. Like it's wispy, like strands. If you're understanding what I, I'm, what I'm, yeah, speaking I, I got you. I understand what you're saying. Okay. Uh, and it is now your turn. Okay, I don't know if this will work, but what if I? I want to cast Dispel Magic on Harkos. Okay. Uh, Because I don't know, I'm going to cast it at fourth level. Okay, go ahead and roll. Because it, it, if it's over that, you got to you got to roll for uh, to see if you could beat it. So you roll plus your uh, plus your spell casting modifier. Okay. Okay. Uh. Where the fuck is my spellcast? My okay. When you say my spellcasting modifier, is that my my bonus to spellcasting? 
or your, your, it's, just so it's, my it's your wisdom. wisdom. Just my it's wisdom just modifier. Wisdom. Okay. Just your wisdom. Uh, that is let's see, plus four. That's a nineteen. Okay. Uh, so you you can hear a pop, and then those tendrils kind of dissipate. Uh, and Harkos, your eyes shoot open as you suddenly are awake and are being held up by the figure that I described and the picture that you saw. And it's now your turn. Unless Trevor had something else that he wanted nope, to do. Nope, I just popped that as quick as possible. Um... I want to break free. Okay, uh, so you can roll an athletics or acrobatics to get out. It's up to you. And then I can test you. Hey, it's a dirty 20. Look at me. <laughs> I, got, I got a seven. <laughs> so you're able to, like, put your feet up against Koba's chest and push and pull yourself out of his grip. Yay. It is back to his turn. Uh, and he looks down at some, like you can see him kind of shift. Again, it's very dark in this room. You, you see him kind of shift and look at something and say, I got what I needed. Fuck. Um, what? What Damn. you say? He shifts oh. and looks at something. Like, where does he look? Does he look in his hand? Does he look in the corner? He looks down. That's that's all that you can really tell in the darkness. Balls. Trevor, perform a dexterity saving throw. How about I make one? How about you Stop perform one? Dick? Using those words. <laughs> Uh, Dex save gives me a 15. Okay. So you'll take half of this. So 14... uh, See, he breathes out this sparking line of electricity, which you're able to dodge out of the way of the brunt force of it, but it still does 14 lightning damage. Uh, and he starts to try to move for the window. Uh, which would give both of you opportunity attacks. Yes. Alright, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Now, roll her on up. As an opportunity attack, can I attempt to grapple or is it just an attack? Um, balls. Honestly, I don't know. Let me... Yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't either. <laughs> Because if so, Trevor's going to dive out of the fucking bed and try and tackle his ass. Uh, so no. Damn! Yeah, because it doesn't actually uh, give you an attack action. Yeah, it's just you can make an attack. It's not an action. Damn. Damn Apparently damn. we found the same thing. Alright, well, then I'll swing at him. Okay. Uh, all things considered, it'll be a two-handed swing. 
Okay. Uh, legit, is your hammer by the bed? Yeah. Are you sure? Unless you moved it. <laughs> no. <laughs> not going to be that guy. You are unarmored right now because you're not yeah, sleeping in I, a bed. In I was armor. thinking about that. <laughs> Which was really terrifying. But, yes, I would have my hammer next to the bed. I don't see him putting it very far away from him, especially with circumstances as to its creation and Trevor's startings. Trevor's hammer is one of those under pillow pistols. <laughs> <laughs> did you, did you roll? Yeah, I have a seventeen on the die. That gives okay. that gives yep, that, that gives me a twenty six total. So it hits. And then, ah, come on, that is ten points of damage. Okay, I uh, Harkos, are you going to make a attack too? <clears throat> yes. Here we go. Same question. Are you, is your spear? So that's, do you think it would be close enough to where, because you kind of had to push yourself away from him. That's it's So in your, in your mind, where, where did I make my nest and roughly where did I wind up? Because in my mind, my spear, just because obviously we're not going to talk about the inner workings of every bedroom that we sleep in. Um, in my mind, Obviously, there was the two beds, so I pulled all the stuff off my bed so, and made a nest. I would have rested my spear against the, like, in the corner of the wall of the headboard, because my brain says there's a headboard there, and then, like, in that little crook, I lean my spear up, and then I hung my robes on my spear. I uh, yeah, it's probably close enough that you could grab it. Okay. Because I was going to ask that, and then Brad like, just straight you, up was like, I have like, my hammer, and I was like, well, I like I, I, I'm gonna say that you probably were able to grab it like during your turn, like you broke free and then you mm -hmm. had an object interaction, so you grabbed the spear. Okay, I'm good with that. All right, make the attack. Uh, that's a 19 total to hit. That hits. Okay. Here's my question: Can I do a stunning strike? Because it, I, I checked it. It specifically is worded when I hit another creature with a melee weapon attack. So yes. Then I would like Koba to perform a constitution saving throw. Okay. It is a 14. And this is based on my... I need to just put this in a number somewhere. Um, it's it's 8 plus your wisdom plus your proficiency. Yeah, 8 plus proficiency wisdom, so... My proficiency is three. My wisdom is two. So it's eight and five. So it's 13. So he beats it by the so one, does right? Because he said 14. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Um, I need to spend my key point so I don't fucking forget. Um, and then my dablage, which is the spear. So it's a D8. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, it's something. Six. Six piercing damage. Okay. Uh, so he runs. You, uh, He gets whacked with a hammer, stabbed with a spear, and he swan dives from the window. Following. Breaks through the window and dives out. Uh, so, first of all, you're are you just diving straight out after him? Yeah. 
Okay. You know, I I would uh, I would like to say that the, I that logically I would go, oh, I should probably put my armor on, or oh, I should do something. But I think the fact that the shit came out of Harkos and then he went, I got what I needed, is triggering that whole oh fuck thing in Trevor's head. Yeah, Trevor's having a big uh, brother I... moment. So you dive out. I roll a dexterity save to see how gracefully you're able to land. See if you take some damage. Uh, A 12? Okay. Uh, You're going to take some damage. Okay. Trevor wakes up because Uh, his god's right hand told him to and just goes, do not touch Buttered. (laughs) Do do not touch Buttered. Uh, so you take five damage from the fall. Uh, like you land on some glass and shit that that kind of fell on the ground where where you land. Yeah. Now, that's, that's, why it, that's why it hurt, because I totally superhero landed. <laughs> yes. You, oh, your knees are fucked. Oh, so bad for the knees. Uh, uh, roll a perception check to see if you can see where he went. Uh, that is a... Where's perception? That is a 21. Hey, you look around and you don't see shit. And then you're like, oh, no. And you look up and you see that he's taken wing. Uh, of course he has. And he is he is above you. Uh, Arcos. Of course he has. I don't I don't get another action. I just got my movement. Oh, shit. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Good gives me time to fester because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm having troubles over here. So, uh, shit, stew in my confusion juices. I may not fucking have anything, honestly. Uh, shit, uh, does he have anything metal on him that I can see? Yeah, he's got some armor on. He's he's not as heavily armored as Veldrith, but he's got some. And how far away from me is he? Uh, with the dive and your fall and him being, I'd say, probably 60 feet-ish. I want to heat metal his armor. Okay. Uh, I can't remember. Is that a save for him? It says, choose a manufactured metal object such as a metal weapon or suit of heavy or medium armor. Oh, it's not manufactured. I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Damn those armor trees. (laughs) I just picked it. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. You cause the object to glow red hot. Any creature in physical contact with the object takes 2d8 fire damage when, when you cast the spell until the spell ends. Uh, you can use a bonus action on each of your subsequent turns to cause this damage again. If a creature is holding or wearing the object and takes damage from it, the creature must succeed on a constitution savings throw or drop the object if it can. If it doesn't drop the object, it has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the start of your next turn. Uh, let's see. If I cast it at a higher spell slot, it gains 1d8 damage for each slot above second, so I will cast it at third. Okay. Uh, so roll up your damage from it. Gimme! Eighteen points of damage. Ooh. 
Oh, messing around with the fucking heat metal, are you? Okay. Uh, so after Trevor is Harkos. Well, what Brad doesn't get another action? He only gets movement? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Well, see, okay. My initial thoughts uh, from um, last episode and like recap and stuff were Harkos just have to be like, the fuck's going on i'm so confused um but now my attacker and my friend have dove out the window <laughs> so oh, i could do that and then i will just be talking to myself so the only logical thing at this point to me feels to follow suit which feels very stupid because Nick knows what we're following. Harkos doesn't even know who the fuck this person is. I'm very Thanos right now. I don't even know who you are. This man was oh. just in my room while I was oh, asleep. No. No. Uh, so, yeah, no, uh, Harkos is just going to follow out the window, but I'm not going to dive because I have wings. So I'm going to, I'm going to bird pedo out of the window. Full Stark naked, too. Ain't got no time for pants and robe. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't. There's no time for that right now. It's nighttime. Trevor didn't put on anything, so why am I going to throw oh. on my... It's not like... And, and mine doesn't even do anything for me. It just makes me more acceptable publicly. I'm, I'm just a, a half-naked guy in his undies wielding a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm a giant owl wielding a spear who just spin flew out of a fucking window of a hotel. Somebody's gonna have to pay for that window. Yeah, the motherfucker that's got whatever the fuck he took from from my friend. Uh, so as you come out, I'm gonna have you do the same perception to see if you can mm -hmm. see where he is but I'll give you advantage because Trevor has done stuff to him and I imagine he's glowing a little bit right now because of the heat metal so yeah. I'll give you advantage. Yeah if metal's hot enough to do that kind of damage I would say it's pretty pretty hot. Okay. And it says glow red hot so that's pretty bright. Oh yeah so well, it doesn't fucking matter. Oh my god. Talking's a free action. Hawkos above you! <laughs> I rolled... I already gave him advantage. Okay, Dick. my perception <laughs> is a plus two. I rolled a three, and then I rolled a two. Oh, God. You and your dice need to have a conversation, sir. No kid. I don't know what's wrong. Are you rolling the Trevor Harkos die? Every now and again, but it's been rolling low also. Here, hang on. Oh, Jesus. That's literally all I roll. I just I just tossed him a little bit. I gave him a, I gave him a tumble cycle. <laughs> well see that's why Brad that's all you roll he is the leader he's so much bigger than all my other dice they all look to him and you're sucking all the good out of my half <laughs> because we share halves we're connected psychically somehow and you're sucking all the good out of the die and, and, and because there's not enough good left in it anymore because you haven't killed Trevor yet he is now siphoning from his followers <laughs> seriously though since we 
put our halves together and I've been using that, I haven't got much for low rolls. I'm so happy that my 20 side of the die has been working so yeah. well for you. I conveniently, the motherfucker who's canonically died in this podcast has not come up a 20 very often for me. Weird how that works. <laughs> You know, I said we should trade. I said we should trade twenties so that we don't get mad at each other for how the dice is performing. I'm mad at you. Look, in, <laughs> in fairness, my Trevor sided die has 15, 13, 11, 19, 17. I don't care. <laughs> uh, so, Harkos, unfortunately, you are unaware uh, that it it of where he is. You you look down and see Trevor, but Staring you don't see anybody up. else around. And you're you're like, why is he looking at so, me? So what I would what I would like to do then is hold my action until per your discretion, it is abundantly clear to Harkos where this motherfucker is. If that doesn't happen before my next turn, again, in your opinion, that's fine. But since I don't get to take an action, I will hold it until you deem like it's impossible for you to not know anymore. It might be impossible for me to get to him at that point, but that's what I'm doing. Okay, I uh, so it is back to Koba's turn. I uh, he is going to use his action to try to get the armor off. Okay, but since armor takes time he's not able to do it with just one round uh, so it will still be on him for you to uh, hit him again with the heat metal. Nice uh, but that's all that he's going to be able to do is try to work on getting his shit off uh, so it is back to you so for my bonus action I'll go ahead and hit him with the heat metal or the, the, yep. the damage 17 on that one. Damn. Calm your shit down. They're big numbers, McGee. Well, one of us needs to do something. Spread some wealth. Uh, let's see. So there's that. What can I... That's not it. Stop it. Uh, and then... I'm going to guiding bolt him also at rank 3. Okay. So that is... <clears throat> I have to make a range spell attack. Which is... Ah, I broke. So that's a 19 on the die, which gives me a 26. Yeah, yeah it is. And then... Guiding Bolt is on hit. Target takes 4d6 radiant damage and 1d6 for each slot above first. So 6d6. Oh, I don't like to play spellcasters. Trevor's not full on spellcaster. Thank you very much. I'm just going to do a shit ton of damage with spells. Whatever you say, Damn. Fire Liar. <laughs> Oh, that felt good. Did you hear that? Oh. Mm. <laughs> 24 points of damage. God damn. 
taking chunks. I told you, he's siphoning my die. <laughs> uh, he is definitely looking worse for the wear. Harkos, you are well aware of where Koba is now. Yeah, because that guy not... went streaking by your face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you are well aware of where he is now, but you are, are not within melee range. So... I don't know if this is possible. I've never, I've never done this before, um, like in other games or anything. With me holding my turn, can I use my action just to like dash at him? So on my turn, no. I'm next to him. Okay, I, no, that's fine. If you set up, if you set up to to hold an action to do something else, so like you were gonna use your your action to make an attack. You can't substitute it for for something else. Oh yeah 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 no I for I you know I completely forgot already what I said I just know that I told you to tell me when I saw him. I do I do know that you can't swap these your your words. That's fine I'm good. I uh, you don't you don't want to do anything. Well, you said I can't... You're not within melee range. Well, the, it's his uh, turn now, too, though, isn't the, it? Well, it will be uh, uh, once this is done, but I, I would have to huck my spear at him. Don't you have darts? Did I grab the darts? Oh, touche. Yeah, sorry. Because, I, I mean, I thought I about trying, that. I was trying... I was, no, I appreciate it. I was trying it. to subtly help. I appreciate that, and I, I had that thought, but I was like, I, I feel like to grab the darts, I would have had to grab whatever sort of pack Harkos carries, and I was very abundantly clear that I just ran out naked with a spear. <laughs> All right, so it is your your regular turn now. Okay. How far away is he? Uh, about 30 feet from you. Okay, cool. So you can still make it to him and attack. Yeah. And you get advantage because yeah. of my guiding bolt. Um... Is that on all the attacks or just the first? Uh, let's see. Next attack roll. So just the first. Next attack roll made against the target before the end of your next turn has advantage. Okie dokie. So I'm gonna go attempt to to give him what for. Okay. <sighs> okay. Rolled the Harkos and Trevor die, Brad. Got a three. <laughs> and then that one's a 19. So that's good. That's 19 on the die plus eight. So that brings me, what, to 27? That so that's the first that That's is. the first attack. Uh, that's a dirty 20 on the second attack. That hits. And then... Mm, I'll try and get some punches in. Um, are you going to do one or are you going to flurry? I think I'm going to flurry. I'm trying to read all these things. I, I got my stuff all over the place. I like I like this app. However, everything's kind of shows up in the order that you earn it. So I, I'm keep, I keep going back and forth. Yeah, I wish that you could kind of reorganize. Maybe you can and I just haven't really figured it out yet, but Okay, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna flurry. So that's a 19 total. 
That hits. And that's only a 13 total. Okay, that does not hit. So I got two spears, one punch. Um, I need to spend a key for the flurry. And then um, can he perform a con save again, please? Yes. Uh, Once I find my... There you are. That is a 12. Yes! Uh, Yeah, because that's my, what, wisdom? And my proficiency, right? 13. I think it was 13. Yeah, 8, 3, and 2. That's awesome. And just, just to be clear... This is the whole wording behind Stunning Strike, is that you interfere with flow of key. When you hit another creature with melee weapon, you can spend one key point to attempt it. Target must succeed on con save or be stunned until the end of your next turn. So I can yes. use that and Flurry of Blows. Flurry of Blows says it uses my bonus yes. action, but that just procs off a melee hit. I just have to have key. Yes. Okay. Cool. Um, Three hits and then a stun. That's fucking badass. It's a solid fucking round. I have a question, which is probably going to be more for future question. That that Floria blows punch that didn't hit. So stunning strike is based off a melee weapon attack, which per your however you want to take this, one would assume that it came off of my first spear strike because that's a melee weapon attack. I, I believe your fists also count. I know they. I know. I know they also count. But just because, like, my first attack hit, I mean, it, it could come off of oh. that one. When they're stunned, though, attack rolls against the creature have advantage. So I don't want to the rolls that already hit. I don't want to try and make them better. Can I roll that last melee that missed a second time, or should that be something that in in future I need to say beforehand? This attack's going to be a stunning strike. Please do your thing, and then roll the rest of my attacks. I'm going to give you both because it had to have been one of those. So I, he was stunned for that last one. I'm not going to give you any extras on the others, but at the minimum, you did it with the last one. But in the future, please say, like, yeah. on my first hit, I want to do I want to do a stunning strike. Can do. I appreciate your benevolentness. Um, yeah. It's to prepare for the dick. <laughs> I, I rolled the exact same roll. I rolled another five uh, for a thirteen. That's, so it was bullshit. <laughs> it was it was meant to be. Okay, so let's get this shit out of the way. So I need a D eight twice, and if I could find a fucking second one, and then my melee is what a D six now. Okay. Oh, that fucking punch sucked booty. Uh. So that's give me give me yawn total. Yeah, I will. So it's eight, nine, seven, seventeen, and then twenty-two. Twenty-two? Yeah, twenty-two total. Okay. So you stab, stab, bam, and you let's say you stun him with the last one. And you see his body kind of lock up and then go limp and then he plummets out of the air because he can't take actions or reactions or move yes and you technically you have to be able to move to be able to keep flight yes 
Also, he's since take I haven't it. I haven't said anything since this, I want to put out there that Harkos isn't just in stunned silence. And like as I'm attacking him, like I don't know what you wanted or Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Took, but I'd like it back. Nick knows what he took. Nick doesn't want it back. I don't want more dragon <laughs> shit in me. Well, Nick assumes what he took, and I don't. I don't want it back. But Harko said, "What's going on?" I just woke up, and bad shit was happening. Ouchie. Yeah. Well, I rolled five d six for the damage. Rolled three sixes. Jesus. Damn. Three sixes, a five, and a four. Damn. Fuck. Yeah. So that's twenty. Twenty-seven damage. From the fall. Uh, so you see him plummet and spin and land awkwardly, and you see his neck and head bend off to the side and hear a loud pop, and then his body falls limp to the ground. For the record, I'm going to go over there and double tap. <laughs> I'm going to smash his head in with a hammer. Now, Nick, I love you. I need you to roll me a pure luck check to see if something happens. Oh, dear. (laughs) Well, I mean, you say, oh, dear, Brad. I now have to decide if I want to keep using this die that gave me some of the best rolls I've had in two weeks but also gave me some of the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Or do I test out one of the... You know what? I'll put faith in the team. I'll put faith in the beast. 
I put bad faith. That's a three on the die. Oh! I can't. I cannot make this up. <laughs> so, as the body lands, the amount of force exerted was significant, obviously, to cause twenty-seven damage uh, from a fall. And you see an explosion of blue-white light, and then a streak of lightning fly up to the clouds and then it's gone fuck so he landed on yeah of course he did so 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 what he did there is he took the essence out of out of harkos and put it in the reliquary and put it in a reliquary and then he landed on the reliquary and it went boom yeah Yeah. Uh, uh, you see the body? You don't have to double tap. I'm double tapping. You're du- you're going to be double tapping about six different pieces. That's okay. <laughs> hey, sociopath, that's fine. <laughs> uh, but in the small crater that is left from where the explosion happened... You can see scattered around it small pieces of ceramic. Shit. And now there is a lot of people looking through windows <laughs> and and uh, drunk people who were trying to sleep it off waking up and stumbling out from their, their alleys and stuff where they conked out kind of looking around confused on what just happened and staring at the two naked people, one of them flying. I, I'm still going over to the body. I'll start picking up the pieces of the Which reliquary. Which part? The, the, <laughs> sex, the crater. I'm going to the crater. Oh, the crater, okay. <laughs> you were obsessed with the double tap and it needs to stop. I'm not double tapping. I'm picking up the pieces of the reliquary. Brad, don't listen to him. He's only saying this because there he has something planned where when we don't double tap, it's going to fuck us. <laughs> And that, was, that was why I was going to double tap. You double tap your heart away. And he took it from <laughs> you. He double tapped for you. Well, technically, my shitty roll double tapped for you, but, you know, potato, potato. I gave it a 50-50. You got one. Oh, man. I'm not saying this is your fault. I, I am picking up the piece to the rel- reliquary, if I can find it. I... You know what? Roll me an investigation to see how much you can find. The higher you get, the more you get. 18? Okay. That's, that's a flat 18 because I don't have any bonuses. Hey, you find most of it, but you can't find the lid. Damn. Like, you you find... it. It's it surprisingly strong material, so it held up fairly well to the explosion, but you're able to kind of piece everything together, but you can't find the cap. Damn. I'm gonna fly down to Trevor. So is was that um another uh, Harold is Yes, that was I I I, I believe his name was was Koba. The, the the guard from before? Oh my, it was, wasn't it? <laughs> that feels dirty. 
Brad and Nick didn't <laughs> fucking remember that. That feels so dirty. To- <laughs> hey. Harkos in general, was, especially Harkos. Like, Harkos felt for that guy. Like, Do you want to hang out with us? Like, fuck, Jesus. He did. Hey, hey. Not for the reasons that you thought. Weird. <laughs> Weird how that works. He said he was the Herald of Toravir. Uh, quick aside for the audience, because I think it was under the trench coat talks. Uh, Koba was the guard who protected us after we killed Pylorvo, and he got all butt hurt. We were like, we could take ourselves down there, and Kim was like, oh, but what? <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, you can come with if you want. He's like, no, it's fine. And then he fucked off. So, I mean, I don't know what to make of it, but that's. And then that, that was us that like was a Koba. freaking creeper. Yeah, he, I, I've been rolling to see how close he was to intersecting and it finally happened when they came back to Aramore which has to be frustrating for him to have followed you <laughs> all the from way Aramore, the underdark all the way through the underdark <laughs> just to, to then catch up with you back in fucking Aramore <laughs> oh shit not That's only good. that in the part of town that he could have escorted us to from the fucking jump <laughs> you really want to go to the shitty part of town yeah will you take us that's no. good that's good because I like the karma that he got that's karma <sighs> well for now he'll be back I know terrible <laughs> I know and and then Harkus is going to kind of peer into Trevor's hands is that the um the reliquary? Yes. I can't find the lid, though. Hey, Trevor. Huh. Go ahead and roll me up a perception check with advantage. Oh. I'm not so worried about the lid as I am the well, thing that was in it. Well, that is a nine. But that is a 21. The blue in Harkos's eyes is gone. Oh, dear. What? I'm... Mm. Uh. Well, good news, I think, sort of, at least for you. Your blue is gone. My blue? What do you mean? Oh, and you mean in my... Oh. Well, I mean, that is... Well... Oh. Bad news is that I think I know where it went. Harker's just going to point to the sky. Yep, as I'm looking up. <laughs> so, uh, as you guys are talking, you start to hear rumbles of thunder. Uh, and start feeling drops of rain start falling on you. Raindrops keep falling on my head. I'm sure this is fine and not at all worrisome. We need to wake Philip, and and I need to put armor on, and you need to get your gear. I have a feeling this is not going to go well. I just wanted to sleep. Ah, uh, agreed. I'm gonna hurry back in so I'm not naked. I'm gonna fly up through the window because I'm I'm a little, I'm a little shithead. <laughs> I turn to go and Harko's jump or flies up and I'm like oh, oh okay yes. <laughs> I I turn back to the window. Trevor, you not co- right? No wings, right? <laughs> I so you you head back upstairs. Uh, Harkos, you get yourself dressed very quickly, 
Uh, it takes it takes some time <laughs> as for I'm, Trevor. As I'm going up the stairs, I'm yelling, Phil! Phil, wake up, Phil! And waking up the entire fucking inn. If they're not awake already, I'm surprised. Hey, I, no, there's people, like, poking their head out of rooms, and there's people that are down in the bar area still that are, like, watch you come in, and you can tell that they've been, like, freaking out and talking. And they, like, you burst in fucking half naked. With a hammer? And just, with a hammer. And they're all just, huh? And you run up the stairs and don't pay attention. Uh, you yell for Phil uh, as you're going up, and uh, you see uh, Phil throws his door open, holding his Morningstar and his polka dot boxers. You need to get your armor on quickly. We just took out a herald, <laughs> but however, I think we released something else. Oh, God. He slams the door closed, and you hear him start fucking around with stuff in there. Yeah, uh, I'm going to get my armor on. But you go and start getting your armor on. And over the course of the next, because uh, I think it's five minutes for, for medium armor. Is it? Well, no, it's it's half if, if uh, Arcos helps you. So it's like two and a half minutes. And I, I will say that Trevor starts to do it by himself and Arcos is just like waiting impatiently. And he, does, it, does it always take you this long to get rid Just tell me what to do. And <laughs> he'll, he'll come over and start assisting. I... Uh, but you you start getting yourself armored. And over the next the course of the next couple of minutes, this insanely violent storm starts brewing up outside. Oh dear. Uh lightning and thunder are crashing constantly. That it's not you know, like a lightning flash and then a boom and then it's quiet for a minute. It's just flash, 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 crash, 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 crash. You get your your armor donned, uh, and you you hear Phil kind of working on his from the from the other room. I'm assuming. Do you go and help him get situated? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Shit. Yeah, I will too. Alright, so you, you go and you help get Phil situated, and it takes another couple of minutes, and it just gets more violent outside. Uh, it, it's almost, I you probably, your characters haven't experienced, like, hurricane-type weather, but that's the first thing that comes up to your mind, it's like, this is, this is a hurricane that is deep inland. Jeez. You can hear parts of buildings, especially based on where you are. You can hear things being torn apart. That you you hear crashes and tears and bricks crumbling and furniture that's outside being thrown around violently. Uh, do you head outside immediately after getting situated, or what do you do? This is probably a terrible idea, but I think we should try to head towards the center of town. Hey, so you head outside, Wonderful. and as as soon as soon as you you head outside, above you there is a swirling mass of black cloud that stretches 
from the best that you're able to tell, about a mile wide. And then past that is completely clear. And you can, like, even to the point that you can see, like, the moon on the other side of this storm. Jeez. It's, it's so small, but it's so insanely violent. Uh, you start heading towards the center of town? Yeah. Where's the... Well, when when we get outside, where's the center of the storm? Uh, pretty much, actually, now that you mention that, the center of the storm is more or less directly atop of you. Oh. So when we get outside and call that out, Arcos will say, maybe, um, t to keep on brand with the terrible ideas, and he's gonna point, we s s stay put ish so things are so violent out here that you're having to hold on to like the door frame to keep from being swept up in the wind Yay. if you move you can tell that it's not going to be easy to make any kind of significant movement out here Harkos so are you wanting to try frame. to stay put? Or? Harkos grips the doorframe tighter as he has flashbacks of Trevor and Phil struggling to walk across the windy train. <laughs> he just thinks to himself, maybe it's best to go back to bed. Maybe we just, we just, we die in our sleep as the buildings crumble on top of us. That would be much better. Is it bad that one of my red button ideas was, what if we just let it sweep us up? No, because one of my red oh, button God. ideas was, what if I just fly up there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's okay for you. You got the wings. Phil, Phil and I are kind of boned. Marcus, we're coming too! <laughs> <laughs> Phil, use your shield! Up. I've seen this before. Use your shield to glide! <laughs> <laughs> You two are terrible at this. You do. You just have to ride the air. How difficult can it be? Okay, I mean, I knew your I knew your bones were dense, but jeez, you're getting closer to the ground. Dodge, dodge. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> oh. oh. So what bad idea are you wanting to go with? <laughs> oh, God. Honest, uh, honestly. I, I, oh, I still want to do it. So, so, okay, okay. So here's here's the thing. So I'm going to... Harkus is going to look at Trevor and go, the, the Heralds, they always have a thing. What, what was... What was what did he say? What was this thing? The words, Trevor. He... Oh, I need to remember. He said... <laughs> <laughs> As Brad pulls up the Trello card. Oh, joke's on, joke's on you, buddy. I already had it up. <laughs> he said... Herald uh, to the storm in the skies. The bolt that brings dread. The Methuselah Torovir.
side but, text, side text that you can cut out of this. This is going to sound epic because I know, I know your brain. You're going to have storm noises in the background, and that's going to be fan fucking tastic. <laughs> I'm so worried about it, man. I feel like it's going to be busy, and I'm going to stress about. It'll be fine. It's uh, going to be amazing. I mm, mm. I don't know what else to do. I don't know what else to do. Honestly, with with the way with as as strong as the winds are, I think we could bullshit this enough that your wings can hold all of us. Okay. I don't know. I don't know about all that. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm with you as far as the, the path of thought. However, Ken was nice to me and let me re-roll a thing, which means we got some dick uh, coming around. Yep, that's fair. <laughs> that's uh, so that's a totally accurate statement. So the extra, the extra weight <laughs> that's tossed in there, he'll be like, yeah, Harkers can carry you. However, you're at like disadvantage on top of your dis. Just don't roll. <laughs> because there's no point because of how much you weigh now while you're flying. So we can we can do that. I'm not going to take that from you. <laughs> but you're going to see so Harkos asked that question cuz I'm I'm going to give you you can you can that is that is a Brad Trevor choice. So you can make that in in game in, in a moment. Nick's bad choice is Harkos asked that question, Trevor reiterated uh Koba's speech. And then Harkus is going to look at Trevor. He's going to look up to the skies. And he's going to he's going to reach a hand out to Trevor's shoulder and and place it on Trevor's shoulder. This is a, this is so stupid. He's going to look at Trevor and you're going to see Harkus like kind of move his wings as like a suggestion that I'm about to like Harkus is about to do the flappy flaps. And he's going to Look at he's gonna look Trevor right in the eyes and go. They can't all be bad guys, right? But uh, this one obviously is. You don't know that. Look, just because he's an oncoming storm doesn't make him inherently bad, Brad. <laughs> oh, but his fucking Harold was pretty fucking bad. Does does Trevor react in any way to this happening? I, uh, yeah, I he's saying. This one obviously is. You could make that claim about many of them, but you still... His I'd, herald tried to kill you! He also partially resided in me without any... Uh, one could argue he warned me about Pylorvo. It's fair logic. It's fair logic. Uh. He didn't. Uh, also, out, uh, outside a game, because Harkos doesn't know this, he didn't try and kill me. He did not try and kill me. Did he hold me up by my throat? Yes. Okay. Did, agree. Did, did Ken say that there was so much pressure when I woke up that I felt couldn't breathe? No. I just rolled to you're, break free, and then he took he took his boss out of me, and no, he took right. his boss's house, and he left. You're right. We attacked him. In game, though, it looked very much like he was trying to murder you. Also, he did stalk us and had 
ample time. He was our guard. He could have followed us anywhere. We wanted to go to the bad part of town. He could have followed us and killed us and taken what he wanted. He didn't. <sighs> Who knows why? But oh if you God. if you want to play if you want to play the Herald and Methuselahs can be good guys card, this is as good a fucking look at that option okay. as any. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in my DM two cents here. The ones that were trying to bring Toravir back were super duper bad because those were the Kobolds that were taking people and sacrificing them. <laughs> To and, try to bring and, Toravir and you, back. And you know this in game. Yes. Because that's where we got that his 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 original Wait a minute. But but that guy down there wasn't a herald, so how do we know he was doing what Toravir wanted? Just to be devil's advocate. Like, just to put it all out there on the table. That guy down there was not Koba. It was Resigal. Resigal is not Koba. Resigal, one could make the argument, was a fucking fanatic. And you could, like, maybe other dragon. I mean, there clearly other dragons were already coming about because the fucking town disappeared because Pylorvo was out. So maybe he knew about this. Maybe he heard the stirrings and he was going about this. And that's just like Pylorvo took a city and he's like, okay, so uh, like a life for a life type situation. And we don't, we don't know. There's so much in each column for each one of these people. This is why this is so such a good story and such a hard fucking game to make these tough decisions in. This is why Trevor and Harkos are going to have civil war moments is because, <laughs> because shit like this is going to happen. I'm trying to put the feel. I, I'm not trying to like guilt you guys for putting out the negatives. I'm trying to put out the feelers to to try and make it so Trevor and Hargos don't have to fight so much. And I know this is the wrong fucking Methuselah <laughs> to do it with. But a, I mean, storms. It doesn't have to be. There's so. There's enough. There's enough there. Again, I have no other options. I I have nothing in my head. Nick has nothing in his head. I, I mm, I'm out of words. It's a bad idea. But so so is standing here doing nothing, so is walking away from the storm and letting it just tear ass through this part of town. Cause Captain Kirby's doing whatever Captain Kirby's doing. And he's our right out of here. My next thought is motherfucker rode my ass for a little while. Maybe we can talk about that. Who knows? If he's even up there. We don't know. Maybe just the blue glowies are up there and he's gonna try and get in my body and based on my dice rolls, I shouldn't chance that. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to... I'll, let me phrase it this way. Trevor is not for your idea. Brad, however, supports your red butt. <laughs> <laughs> I I I don't think it's I don't like it. I like I do like it. I I'm very worried about it, but that's a fucking wonderfully crafted red button. <laughs> okay, so so we so Tre Trevor's against it. So what uh, we'll we'll look at we'll uh, Harkos will look at him and go, "Well, do you have any other options then?" Because I don't see any. Unfortunately, no. 
Well, all right then. Oh, do I do it? Do I don't do it? Do I do it? Do I don't do it? Fuck! I don't want to put this to a die. I don't. Do it. I don't Just want this. Do it. No. Do no. It. I don't do want it. this in the balance like that because the, no, no matter what the die the falls die. on. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what the die. Oh. I. <laughs> uh, Phil is going to pipe up. If we can kill him, if we can stop him before he it, he does something before he kills people we we need to if we can get up there and he's there and we can kill him we need to okay i need to pause for just a second i left my notebook over on the table hold on fuck did you do notebook for ken <laughs> that's staying oh. in that's staying oh, in oh my god well, I was I was just gonna fly off by myself, Brad. I'm not gonna okay, do that. Sorry, I was doing some writing stuff in there earlier and left it over on the table. Ooh, buddy. Okay, so as Phil says that, Harkus is just going to nod. I'm gonna take out the rope. Um, that I have the the rope that I used in the Underdark also from my explorer's pack or whatever it is. And I'm going to tie Phil and Trevor off to myself. And I'm going to tell them, nothing about this is about to be easy. And I'm going to open my wings and let go of the doorframe. Okay, so because of the power of the wind... The power that this storm has, it is easily able to pick all of you up and throw you around like nothing. The quant or the, the problem here is going to be debris that is also caught up in the wind. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to need you to roll three dexterity saves. And we will resolve each of those as they happen. Ugh. Basically, it's your ability to guide the over, uh, you know, the large amount of weight that you're carrying through the storm without getting hurt and well enough that you can dodge out oh. of the way of oh, this debris. Oh, Nick's making the dexterity saves. Yes. Oh, Nick's okay. got the wings. You, you, my friend, are the rudder of this situation. That's the part that steers <clears throat> on, yeah, I on know. a boat. Okay. I don't suppose we could give him advantage on that if... Uh, I. You're lucky I'm not giving him disadvantage <laughs> because he's carrying two fucking armored people. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Mr. Dyer, we've had some issues tonight. But I feel that with the situation presented to ourselves, you guys can talk amongst yourselves. The situation presented to ourselves. There's not much choice that makes more sense than you. Don't fuck us. Okay, yeah, no, so deck saves. Got it. Yes. Oh, fuck. Okay. Okay, that one's a 21. Alright. So, hey, so as you're flying and you're getting caught up in this storm... A chunk of a roof gets ripped off directly ahead of you, 
but you're able to tuck your wings and go down a little bit and slide through in between the house and the torn off roof. In the house, you see a dude in a long pajamas that's shrieking from inside of his bathtub. <laughs> Sorry! He wasn't Next. shrieking at us, but he was shrieking at the situation that was caused by us. So. Oh, that's a 19. Okay. They're getting lower. Uh, you start to get more air. Uh, so you, you've got your wings angled in such a way that you're wanting to go up. Mm-hmm. And up you go. A little bit faster than you wanted to. Uh, but you're able to break yourself a little bit before you start to get, like, lightheaded or dizzy. Next. Oh, there it is. <laughs> That's a 16. I rolled a 9. Okay. I uh, So... You're getting very high up to the point that you're starting to get some obstruction because of how dense the rain is up here mm-hmm. and it's not getting carried away by the wind. And you get hit in the face by a sheet of, of rain, which obscures your vision for just a moment. And uh, a large chunk of what looks like it used to be a sofa hits you. Oof. You will take half of this because of your evasion bullshit, but... That's not bullshit. It's not bullshit. It's self-preservation. Thank you. Uh, and you take 14 damage. Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. That that, that was the full. So, seven. And that, okay. that applies to Trevor and Phil as well. Oh, wait. We also take seven? Yes. No, you take 14. Oh, wait. Yeah, you take four. No, you're... Yeah. So, they Marcos take 14, takes seven, I take seven. They take 14. Yes. Oh, okay. Sorry, give me a sec. I'm marking it down for Phil, but I gotta get his shit pulled up. God damn it! I tell you, every single time I rest Phil in this app, and every time that I pull it up, it has him back down to what his HP was before arrest. That's so it's fucking weird. Okay. So after that chunk hits you, uh, you're disoriented for a second, but the wind is pretty much doing most of the work at this point. And you slide up into the cloud. And as you whirl around, I'm going to make you do one more save. But it's going to be everybody. You're all going to roll a luck check to make sure that the wind and the rain and everything that's happened hasn't damaged the rope, and you all get separated. I mean, I feel pretty fine about y'all getting separated, I'll be honest. I get stressful, and I feel bad for you, but I know I'll be alright. Oh, God! So, Phil? 
Phil rolled a fucking 20. Oh, come on, big money. 18. Okay. I... Uh, the rope holds strong. Did I not need to make that roll? No, it was for those two. Okay, good. Because <laughs> you said it was for everybody, so I rolled when Phil rolled, and I'm, I'm, we, it's fine. I'm, you know what? I, I didn't need to roll. It's cool. I got a two. No, the, they were they were the ones that I that I was worried about. I said you all, and most I I did not say that. That's fine. Me. I'm happy that my two doesn't matter. I'm so thrilled. Oh, you rolled a two? Well, I uh, <laughs> actually. <laughs> Their rope just snaps at my waist. Their end of the rope <laughs> is fine. My end after that sofa. Ooh. <laughs> the sofa's still on the rope. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, not more. Uh but you get whirled around and thrown about inside this cloud. And after a few moments of this, things seem to calm down in a very strange way. The draft becomes a little more consistent. It's pushing you up. But not up in a chaotic manner. It's just enough to keep you more or less where you're at. And you float a little bit further in and things start to become less hazy. And then you breach through the cloud cover into an opening. You're surrounded on three sides by cloud here, but the top is exposed and you're looking up into the morning sky. That You can see the sun is just starting to rise far, far off. In the center, there's a dragon. It's a blue dragon arched at the back in the middle of this storm. And you're watching as the lightning from it is arcing off of him and through the clouds and then striking towards the ground. And that, my friends, is where we're going to go ahead and call it for tonight. There was part of me that was like, they're not going to do. <laughs> they're not going to do the jump maneuver into the clouds. Wait. They're going to do the jump maneuver into the clouds. <laughs> Those motherfuckers are going to jump into the goddamn clouds. Anyway. Uh, I am. Moving Toravir into the Trello, so you can see what you're actually looking upon. Yay. Uh, thank you all very much for joining us at our table. Uh, if you enjoy what you're listening to here, then we would kindly ask that you show us some support through one of our various channels. Uh, the first way is through our Patreon. We are good little warlocks and offer up sacrifices to our patrons, depending on the tier that you choose. If Patreon is not so much your thing, you could do something as simple as just buying us a coffee. If you go to ko-fi.com, search for Rolling in the Geek, you can do a one-time donation there. Brad, <clears throat> how can these fine folks get in touch with us? 
You can subscribe to our newsletter on our website <clears throat> at ringgeekpodcast.com to keep up with all things rolling in the geek. Or you can find us on any of your favorite ear bacon stations. Also, we're very active on Twitter. And if you want to talk to a bunch of rad content creators, podcasters, artists, and all around cool people, you can join us in the Underground Oracle Discord through the link on our website. Thank you very much, Brad. Nick. Last week, you were a cleric, weren't you? You were the Tempest cleric? Yeah, because you thought you were being clever because of the lightning. Yeah. Well, this week, Nick, you are... Hmm. Hmm. There's not a lot of great... uh, not a lot of great subclasses that have to do with, like, air power. It's all lightning. Well, that's too bad. That is a shame. Next week, Nick, I'm going to go back and I'll do another cleric one. You are the sound cleric of nature. Through your steady and patient cultivation... You were able to sprout from our recordings a purposeful, meaningful, and well-edited podcast. Can you please grow us something fun to go out on? Sure. Uh, Hootie Who from Nick and Harkos. As um, uh, Koba... Uh, couldn't quite meet the jive of episode 75. Unintentional. Mm. Uh, tune in next week to see if any of us travel down the river sticks in episode 76. Yeah! <laughs> um, so this week's song, you know, I didn't know how this episode was going to go, but I made a guess and I guessed wrong. Um, so this week's song doesn't make a ton of sense, uh, but it makes some sense. I, um, based on last week's episode, I had thoughts stuck in my head and it prompted me to write, uh, a parody of a type of song that I've never done before. So hopefully, uh, y'all like it, even though it isn't totally fitting. <clears throat> Without further ado, episode 75's parody. Here it is. There once was a pair of burden men who came together. (laughs) What? What? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. There once was a pair of burden men who came together, formed the B team, a golden mine, return riven sheen, so adventuring they did go. <gasps> Potter and Punchy are trying to stop Axmobile. Riding trains, preferably airships, they'll try and save your town. The journey they're on ain't an easy one, but there's no stopping now they've begun. They will not rest until they've won or given it their best damn try. Potter and Punchy that was fantastic i loved it loved it i don't know why i have a punchy owl yeah 
<laughs> I thought it was fitting. God, I don't know where you come up. Like you, the fucking ideas just sprout into your head for these. I don't, I don't know where it comes from. I would love to tell you, but I am on the same uh, page as you. They just kind of happen, which makes me sound. I feel kind of douchey saying that, but they do. They just kind of, they're there. Boy, howdy, that sure was a good one, wasn't it? I just sure wish that there was something more we could give to you. You know what? Actually, I just heard a swell idea of a deal. You head on over to Patreon, and uh, we'll check out the uh, the subscription there, and you get yourself some early access to episode content. You can also get yourself that uh, pre-show we were talking about before the show. You also get that uh, 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 Under the Trench Coat, where they talk about all sorts of crazy stuff. You want to know what uh, went into this episode, some of the thoughts, ideas that went into this episode? Head on over to Patreon. Why don't you check it out? I'm sure they got a Under the Trench Coat up for it already. And remember, keep your days away from the meek by rolling in the geek. It's like bacon, but for your ears. Side effects may include excessive happiness, extra content, as well as possible overload of joy. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.